Welcome to the Snapshot Testimony Podcast. I'm your host, Allie Domersant. This is a podcast that explores the pivotal moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. This week's guest is Mike Kinney. He describes the night his life was permanently changed by a horrific car crash. He was a 17-year-old high school student at the time, and his injuries were devastating. But Mike's story is one of miracles, big and small, and the power of the presence of God. So what do you remember about that night? Uh, my friend and I had hung out. Uh, this was a Friday evening. We went to the Carmel football game. I remember all of that and then um, stopping to, to grab uh, some dinner and then getting some gas. It was late at night. And we were going to go to his lake house. And so that's my last memory is the gas station. Mm. Based on what was told to you, what happened? So I, um, my friend was driving in front of me uh, in his little red Supra. I was in my 1987 Ford Ranger and he saw through, like he had set the dimmer on his rearview mirror um, and, but still saw my lights were swerving back and forth and uh, kind of went off, I think one side of the road and then went back over to the other side through a hollow tree uh, that kind of exploded all over the place. And that helped slow me down a little bit. And then my brush guards on the front of my truck were digging into the ground to slow me down even more. Um, but when I hit the telephone pole, it was a wooden telephone pole. I hit it hard enough. We were going like 55 miles an hour. So I hit it hard enough that the entire car hood uh, crushed all the way back to my dashboard and collapsed on top of my legs. And, uh, and so I was trapped uh, underneath the dashboard. And my friend jumped out of his truck and uh, by the time he got to my truck, it was on fire. A fire had started in the front right like compartment of the truck, and it was a cloth interior, so this fire was spreading throughout the truck really quickly. And um, he tried to open the door, tried to break through it, um, and was not having any luck. The door was, of course, locked. So he went to the driver's side door, and somehow this door opens up, and um, he starts to try to pull on me. Uh, for probably five or six minutes before a guy comes down this dark country road and uh, he's able to get him to help pull me out of the burning truck. Mm. What were the extent of your injuries? So I sustained uh, second and third degree burns to about 30% of my body. And um, I crushed the left side of my face. So my, my eye like came out of socket. Um, and then I, uh, let's see, I shattered my Left heel, I had a windswept pelvis, which meant like that top half of my body was in one position and the lower half of my body was in another position. And then the probably this, the most significant injury that I had was a brain injury. And so I was unconscious. That's why I don't remember uh, much of anything. And in some ways, I was fortunate that that was the case because I didn't have to, you know, be in the truck trapped with the fire, uh, you know, all around me. So um, yeah. I don't remember anything until about six weeks after the accident. Wow. So six weeks after the accident and you wake up or all of a sudden you regain some awareness, uh, what were your initial thoughts? I mean, I'm sure a lot of confusion, not really knowing what's taken place. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had a very close relationship with the Lord prior to the accident. And I had always sang, but in high school, I picked up a guitar and asked the youth pastor to kind of take me under his wing because I, I wanted to be a worship leader. I saw the way he led worship and it was so genuine and authentic. It wasn't a show. 
Yeah. And it was like a real connection with the Lord. And I was like, I want to be a part of that. And so he let me kind of take over leading the the youth group, my, um, you know, from in my sophomore year, leading into my junior year of high school. And so I was just um, very in tune, um, certainly with, with all these songs, but also just in my prayer life and with the Lord. And so when the accident happened, um, my first thoughts when I woke up, the brain injury had kind of, you know, shaken things up a little bit. I mean, I couldn't tell them how many sides were on a triangle. I think I told my friend uh, that I thought I had fallen down a flight of stairs, you know, so, mm. you know, I'm not sure if I t- totally understood what had happened, but my first thoughts that I remember are 9-11 had been the previous year before my accident in 2001. And so there were, or my first memories are after the anniversary of 9-11. And so I, I kind of am seeing these sad images on TV and thinking I've missed like a, a pretty large portion of my life is the way it felt, you know, a six yeah. week period when you're in high school, I was like, what in the world happened, you know, and where am I? I've got this brain injury and I'm, I've got, I'm got all these scars over, you know, 30% of my body. And doctors were telling me I, I may never walk again. I was in a wheelchair, you know, and so it was, you know, trauma, I mean, traumatizing, uh, you know, to say the least, but then sure. also just spiritually, it was like, what, what, what am I supposed to do now? And mm. what did you sense? Did you still feel that closeness to the Lord? Um, when, as you were going through this painful recovery, did you kind of regain that sense of, okay, Lord, I, before all of this, you were close to me. I felt near to you. Um, or did you feel a distance? You know, I felt very close. Um, and I was fortunate because I was, it's so important the people that we surround ourselves with or like our family. And I know that not everybody has the same, um, experience, but for me, we, we had a, I knew I had a family that loved me and I knew I had a a church family that loved me. And so we had like a hundred people that came to the hospital the night of my accident. And then all these people continued to reach out to my parents and my family and come to see me. And so it was like, I've never felt the kind of peace that I had when I was in the hospital. I don't know if I've ever felt that kind of peace. And it was really just receiving love from all these people. And that made me feel close to the Lord too, because I just, I had always associated that kind of love with, with his goodness. And certainly like I listened to music at that time that also made me feel very connected. You know, same songs I was singing before the accident, I was listening to after the accident in my hospital bed. And so, um, yeah, I felt very close to Mm. the Lord. Now, did people use the word miracle? Was that word used around you a lot? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was, yes, absolutely. I mean, since, since the accident happened. Yeah. And how does that hit you when you, when you think about even now, you know, be having a miraculous survival story, um, how does that kind of de- shape how you live? The miracle that everyone else like saw, well, they heard about, I was so, I was so much in recovery up front that to me, again, it was just a story. Like, so the, the miracle that Matt talked about the night of the accident where uh, he is with me next to the burning truck, the, this stranger has helped pull me out. And then the stranger leaves the scene of the accident. We don't know why. 
Um, but he like leaves very quickly. And so it's just Matt and me in the field. And Matt has a hand, one hand on my chest and the other one lifted to the sky. And he's calling on Jesus's name, like Jesus, like I need you. Like, um, and he had already felt like he felt like a, an angel was like in the passenger seat of the truck. And, and Matt has never been like a weird spiritual guy. This is just like, he's in the crisis of his life in this moment. And he's calling on Jesus's name. Mm-hmm. And so we're in this field and he talks about um, seeing a figure that he knows was Jesus coming to the scene of the accident. And mm. he's, he's like carrying a black doctor's bag. He's like, dressed like in nice clothes he's walking slowly like he's like totally in control of the situation and then he said it was like he like knelt down across from matt and he um said like matt you're gonna be okay mike's gonna be okay like and matt's convinced to this day that god was performing miracles on me in that moment that's something that i heard early on after the accident and like that was hard for me to um digest like you know, who has Jesus like come to, you know, to save them like in, in, in real life, you know? Um, I, I mean, I know as a believer that I I've been saved, but like who, like who, who, who does this happen to? And, mm-hmm. and what does this mean for my life? And, you know, even things like I'm a, I'm a human. So I'm like, was it Jesus? Was it an angel? I mean, the same questions anybody else would ask. Right. And sure. And I was just talking with my dad the other night and he said, when Matt came to the house to, with the officer to tell them I had been in this accident, it's like my, my dad's a medical guy. So is my mom. And so my dad thought, well, maybe Matt's in shock as he's sharing this story with him. But my dad said, Matt was absolutely trying to convince my parents for the next like hour on the drive to the hospital that Jesus was there like, like 50 times he said it. And, wow. and so like you hear that and it's like, oh my gosh, this is real. But for me, again, I woke up and it had just been a story. And so one of the coolest parts of, of for me is this was probably three or four months after the accident. I went to this wreckage of the truck. I'm on my, uh, I'm now on crutches, but like I'm still in not great shape trying to wrap my mind around all of this. Matt and I are looking at the wreckage and Matt's humming because I'm sure he was going through some PTSD in that moment. So I'm going around the truck and I'm just like looking inside. I have pictures of it. And I see in the center of the steering wheel, I see two pieces of metal that have molded together in the shape of a cross. Mm-hmm. And I took a picture of that. And that picture has been so so meaningful to me over the last 20 years because that was like the moment that like I knew that Jesus had been with me and that he would continue to be with me. You, you mentioned moments. I mean, that was a moment for me that I'll never forget. How has that moment shaped your, your life in the present? I always felt like Jesus had been with me, uh, in the, in the fire and and through my accident. Uh, and, but then as I had this journey, and kind of a challenging recovery with the brain injury over the years and learning later that I had narcolepsy and then learning later that I had lost like some of my vision for like 12 years. I didn't know that my peripheral vision was pretty significantly affected by the accident Mm -hmm. and my visual processing speed was like very, very low percentile. 
through all of these things that like continue to feel like limitations after limitation, um, the things that I came back to, the moments I came back to were like the picture of that cross in the center of the steering wheel. You know, in that terrible moment, he was with me over the next 20 years as I dealt with the repercussions of scars and, you know, how was I going to be accepted um, now with, um, you know, these physical scars and all the things that I went through. It's like he was using that to remind me that he was with me. You know, the accident story for some in my family lasted a short period of time. For me, it's been a 20 year journey. And so I just hope that that's encouraging to somebody that no, no matter what you're going through, God is with you and he, he suffers with us. Uh, and we yeah. all need to know that God is with us. We all want to be known and loved by people. And so reach out if you're struggling with anything, reach out for support and just know that your life matters. God is with you no matter what you're going through. And I just pray that all this blesses you and that, uh, that you just walk away, even if you just listen to this uh, recording, knowing that you are loved and God has a purpose and plan for your life. Snapshot Testimony is a Moody Radio podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Mike Kinney's story, he's got a book out. It's called Out of the Fire. And if you enjoyed today's episode, would you be willing to do me a favor? Take two minutes and write a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. These reviews are so helpful. They really help a podcast reach more listeners. I'm your host, Allie Domersant, and together we're sharing the moments that shape a life of faith in Christ. Thanks for listening. 